welcome to Confessions of a Real Estate Lawyer, a weekly series giving you an in-depth look at the reality of a real estate transaction through the eyes of a lawyer. And now, here's your host, Richard Barbara. All right, everybody, welcome back. It's another episode of Confessions of a Real Estate Lawyer, but let's modify this title. This title sucks. It's got to be like Confessions of a Real Estate Lawyer and his buddy, Jesus. You, you could be like my sidekick, like Robin. Well, if you guys are going to really, if you're really serious about that, you're going to have to change the name. I'm not going to participate in anything with a confession of. Right, yeah, I, I'm with you, man. It's kind of weak, bro. That whole confession. That's because the thing is, Sebastian is very much in touch with his other side. We're not doing this on and this so, episode. And so he, that's why he comes up with these 2018 titles. Yeah, everything has a buzz or a confession or... Right, it's, exact, it's exactly right. So today, Jesus, let's talk about... Hurricanes in North Carolina. Owning up to our own mistakes on real estate transactions. Yeah. What do you think about um, that? Man, look, honestly, it, it's, uh, it, it's one of the most important parts of, of real estate because, you know, deals are never perfect. You know, whoever said, hey, look, if there's no, if there's, if it's 45 days in or 30 days in and there's nothing wrong with the transaction, you better, you better watch out. Always, <laughs> exactly. You're due. <laughs> dude, 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 right. Like, I get more nervous when that happens than, you know, if things are just happening wrong the whole time, it's like, all right, good. It's, everything's on pace. Right, right. This but, is typical. Uh, this is typical. This is typical. But yeah, if something happens wrong, there's nothing more refreshing than calling the other side and saying, hey, buddy. I fucked up. Let me tell you how. And here's how I'm going to fix it. Now, if you call with a problem, I always say, hey, when the girls in my office call me with a problem, I'm like, well, where's the solution? Don't call me with a problem without a solution. So, I mean, I think if you call and you go, look, here's how I went wrong, but here's how I'm going to fix it. There's nothing wrong with it. It's very empowering. I think the other side is going to appreciate it and they're going to be on your side. If you're the guy that's constantly trying to prove that you didn't fuck up when you absolutely did and everybody except no, you know, you know, that didn't. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a, yeah, I love it. And, and I think it should happen, you know, when you do. Yeah. So <clears throat> I'll tell you a story. I had a guy, I had a deal closing the other day and um, well, about three weeks ago and I had the seller and the seller is a Royal pain in the ass. Guy's hard to find. Guy's filthy rich. He's not very responsive. I mean, it's just not, it's just, and he's international. So it's just not easy. So the buyer is represented by a lawyer. Okay. And when I tell you, man, that this lawyer had been, listen, the most annoying guy the entire transaction and, and when for I, an attorney right, right exactly very weird but 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 worse than the typical behavior i mean the guy he wanted to be so careful about everything right which is commendable but but not to a fault and when we close you know obviously we're closing before the issuance of this year's tax bill right so for our listeners out there if you buy or Right. All three of them. For, for the three of you tuning in, if, <laughs> if, <laughs> for, for the three of you tuning in, two of which are Jesus and I, 
Um, so for that, for for the one person listening, let me let you in because this is gonna be good. And by the way, this is good. It's a well kept secret. So if you're the one person tuning in, you'll be able to drop this this knowledge at a cocktail party. <laughs> Women love that. Be like, oh my god, it's facts. I know it's facts. So if if you are buying or selling real property, right, and you close prior to the issuance of last year's tax bill, right? So if you close, or this year's tax bill rather. So if you were to close, let's say now, if you close today or any day up to, let's call it October 1st, okay? So what happens is we don't know what the tax liability is going to be. We have to estimate and we, we, you, we use last year's tax bill to come up with the number. So for example, if we're gonna close a transaction on August the 1st and August is the eighth month of the year, right? And last year's tax bill, let's call it $12. So the property paid $12 in taxes last year. After seven months, well, we can say it's probably $7. So the lawyers engage in these prorations, right? Particularly the closing agent, which is the lawyer on the other side, buyer's lawyer, Mr. Annoying, Captain Detail. This guy performs the math, right? The estimate math to determine how much of last year's taxes, okay, um, or how much of the tax liability, rather, the seller should be responsible for so that the buyer gets a credit, right? So if the buyer has to show up at closing with five bucks and it turns out that the seller should pay $1 worth of taxes, that $5 gets reduced to $4, right? So the buyer has to show up with all the cash he needs to pay the balance of the property less this credit he gets from the seller for the seller's liability for taxes, right? For, for, for days January 1 of 2018 through July 31 of 2018, right? The day before the closing. So this lawyer performs the math and guess what? He does the math wrong, right? But now, yeah. right, also weird. Not only does he do the math wrong, but no one else in the transaction notices. Okay. And so the transaction closes. And after the transaction closes, the lawyer realizes that he made a mistake. And the mistake is like a $1,200 error. Okay. 1,200 bucks in favor of my guy. My guy makes out with a 1,200 too much. And the buyer is going to be stuck with a 1,200 that he shouldn't have to pay. Okay. So listen, I've made that same mistake before. Okay. And we'll come back to that. So the guy makes this mistake and he immediately does what I think to be the right thing, right? He sends an email over to our office. He says, Hey guys, the, this math was incorrect. He leaves out. Hey, I fucked this up. He just says, Hey, the math is incorrect. <laughs> not that I made it incorrect. Right, 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 right. You know, and by the way, and by the way, he copies his client. So he copies his buyer on this communication. He's like, hey, the math is wrong. My guy is owed an extra 1200 bucks. Please reach out to your seller and have him send over the 1200 bucks, which by the way, of course we're going to do. Of course, of course, my client, the seller, should not get the extra $1,200. Of course, my guy should return the money. Of course, what he doesn't know is that my guy is the pain in the ass that I described earlier, not responsive, hard to reach, filthy rich. So the money's not going to be an issue. It's going to be... No, it's going to be getting the guy's attention, getting the guy's attention for the $1,200 is going to be the issue. 
Okay. And of course, these people on the other side, the lawyer is acting like the $1,200 is $12 million. So he proceeds to engage in a daily email barrage. Every day, we would get multiple emails, one from him, then one from his client direct. Hey, guys, this and that. And until finally, man, you know, it's like I had to put him out there. I didn't want to do it, but I had to reply saying, you know what, Mr. Did you enjoy it? Oh, uh, no. no. <laughs> I said, listen, Mr. Arithmetic. <laughs> listen, Archimedes. Right. This is a mistake of your making. You know what you need to do? You need to make your client whole, okay? Because this is your fault. So you need to pay your guy the $1,200 that you made the mistake on, and then you can deal with the seller. Instead, you're making it clear to your client that not only did you fuck up, but you're not good enough to cure your own fuck up. And now the other side is calling you out on the fuck. The other side is, rem is illustrating to your client that this is your fault and that it's, tw listen, at 12 million bucks, I don't expect the lawyer to pony up the money. At 1,200 bucks, my man, you don't want to keep your client happy or is 12, I mean, you made five times that amount of money closing the deal, right? You don't think it's better to make your client think that you didn't fuck up? I mean, you don't think it's better to be like, oh man, look, here's the money. I got you the money already because I'm a fucking hero. And then turn around and deal with it. You're going to let your client send emails to the other side for three weeks straight to chase a guy down for fucking $1,200. I mean, we've spent $1,200 in time trading emails. Dude, and, that's, and that's the thing. I, I always tell my realtors, I'm like, look, here's, a, you know, here's the thing about real estate. It's not all about filling out a contract correctly. It's not all about being the most techie guy with software. It's about, it's 99% dealing with people. If that guy were to call you on the side and go, hey, Rich, guess what? I fucked up. All right? Dude, help me fix this. Right. right? What do I got to do? You will bend over backwards. Because I know you. You would go bend over backwards just to get the guy and to take care of him. But people don't, man. It's just, it's this business and probably business as a whole. It's 99% how to deal with people, man. It's just right. is like, you've got to, you just got to know that coming into it, you know, you're funny, an asshole. It, you're going to have a really hard time. And it's funny you say that because before I sent him the email that of course copied everyone, cause he had copied everyone before, right. before another I, rule, right. But, right. Right. Before I sent that email, I actually forwarded his client's most recent email, which was the one that I was replying to, you know, it was the client, it was the buyer that sent that email that morning. And I was a little, estaba a little cansado. So I was a little punchy. And yeah, so sure. before replying actually and blowing everyone out, um, I actually forwarded the email to my client. Okay. And I was like, my friend, see below. This guy emails us 17 times a day. 17. So I'm just going to need you to just send that one email to whichever one of your 17 minions has authority to issue a fucking wire for $1,200 and just put me out of my misery, bro. Put me out of my misery. And of course, my client responded to me within five nanoseconds that day. I was surprised, right? He's like, hey, no problem. It's going to get sent today. I never got a response, by the way, from anyone. 
to my blowout email. Nobody replied saying, wow, you're an asshole. You know, can, you know, your client has to do X, Y, Z. So I think it's a combination of egg on face and the money finally hit the account. But I mean, God bless. It's all about communication. So to our one listener, listen, communication is key. Listen, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Listen, just just figure it out. You know, get the gumption. You know, but just buckle up, tighten up that belt, and just own up to it. It's actually, like you said, it's it's very refreshing. It's very liberating to be able to acknowledge that you fuck something up because being perfect is hard work, man. I tell people all the time, bro. Being perfect is fucking hard work. I mean, you never make a mistake. They, oh yeah, carajo, balante. Dude, you know, it, it's if for you, for all, for again, for, for that one guy, hopefully you just got into the business. And the best advice you can give him is, is, is look, and it, it all trickles down. Because for him breaking that rule of not owning up, then, then another rule gets broken. Your client should not be reaching out directly to the other side, right? Right. It, right. Just, it makes you look so much like shit. If you lose control of a situation so much where, the most effective way to get shit done is your client doing it. Guess what, buddy? You fucked up and you're probably never going to see that client again. So one thing after the other starts trickling down, you know? So, you know, yeah. What other topic do we got? I think we, I think we nailed that one. Well, I mean, you know, it's like, it's, it's just funny because that one, um, I, w I was dying to get your take on it. Um, so, and what are you want to talk about Supreme Court nominees? No, 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 no. Just kidding, bro. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we only got one listener. So, no. <laughs> you know what? We should, we should, uh, we, why don't we, why don't we vote on, on, on the new name for this? You know, sure. that's not confessions at all. I think we need to come up with some, I think we need to come up with some. Let's uh, do it now. Let's do it live some here. Potential you know? titles. We should have, we should have our one listener chime in. <laughs> hey, tweet us. Yeah, or email us. Email if you have a, a suggestion for the new name of our show. We want we. So we have the producer here talking about we're not renaming the show. This show name sucks. It don't matter. People are no one's no one's heard it yet. So so we can we can we. I don't know. We're, We'll it's like the tree. That, it's like the tree that fell in the forest. You know? Right, Nobody right. It's it. the, the tree that fell in the forest. Oh. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, man, the thing is, Sebastian's doing the inbound. So. Oh right, yeah, Mr. Communist guy over there. Right. Um, how well, many likes? How many likes does Elijah have today? How many? <laughs> Oh man, dude! Listen, if we bring that up right now, that's the best way to, to have this show disappear into thin air. No, no, he just he just turned beat red. He warned me before. He's like, "Listen, we're not gonna be doing it." Oh man, <laughs> listen. Hey, so tell me, tell me a little bit about how how you guys came to the to the whole doing a hurricane update uh, on a hurricane six hundred miles away so, last night. Listen, it's clear. seriously. No, I mean, I want to know because maybe no, no, I'm the one. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Sebastian showed up. I was busy. Um, I did not have a pre-planned topic in mind. I turned on my television and they were talking about the storm. And I could tell you didn't actually watch the video because we, we weren't giving an update on the storm at all. We were talking about how when storms get too close, insurance companies stop selling policies. And that yeah, anyone, but that's not even considered too close, so it's still irrelevant. 
No, 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 no. I'm not, I, I, but I wasn't talking about that storm. That, no, no. I know you don't know because you didn't listen. But what I'm saying is I wasn't talking about that storm. I was talking about storms, storms. When a hurricane approaches within a certain distance, the carrier What is the stops. distance? What is the distance? Like, it's typically like when you're in the cone of concern. Uh, okay. Like when you're in like 72 hours before, they usually stop. So right, like which, 72 which, hours before what they expect impact to be. Right, not, not and, the Channel 7 one that reaches all across the galaxy so they can get ratings. You're talking about the right, and, and by the way, there's no fixed moment in time. Like there's no rule. Each carrier, you know, does it kind of on their own, but they typically- they're watching. Right, and if they're watching my channel, they would have shut down fucking three weeks ago. <laughs> right, right? I mean- I mean, <laughs> if, hey, you're in California, but they're not going to sell you insurance because there's a storm, you know, uh, by Tahiti. Right, right, right. Yeah. A typhoon in, in Japan. Yeah. So um, I'm tired of talking to you for today. So we're, we're going to go oh, ahead. Listen, and- man, I, you know, I, I, uh, I tell you what, a couple things happened with that hurricane thing. You know, I, I was, you know, I'm always, you know, I'm usually honored by, by you uh, inviting me on the show and everything. And I'm like, you know, Richard might, you know, after even all the ball busting that he, that he sends my way, you know, he must think I'm, you know, semi-interesting and everything. But then when I saw the Hurricane fucking podcast, I'm like, dude, these guys are just completely out of fucking topics, you know? So I didn't feel nowhere near as honored. I'm like, bro, I'm just, I'm a little tad bit better than a hurricane update 600 miles away, you know? So. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, it was one of our most watched episodes. By the way, Richard's sending e- out emails and looking at his computer during the. the they were like, it was podcast. one of our. <laughs> it was one of our most watched episodes. Six people liked it. <laughs> Sebastian is over here cringing because he doesn't think it's good to engage in self-deprecating humor. He thinks everybody should pretend that they get twenty million likes, even though you can see, you know, how many <laughs> likes people get. So, hey, like, Sebastian, if you want to do your fucking job for real, get Richard off the computer he's doing the podcast and come up with some real interesting topics aside from the, he can't uh, he can't he can't hear you bro he can't hear uh, you but but to our one listener well over 145 listen yeah. we got we got two million likes i mean right. don't look but we do right don't confirm hey, we went viral <laughs> in fact that, that that's what we should that's what we should call the show the viral show Everything yeah, yeah. we post goes viral, yeah. powered by uh, Social Buzz TV. <laughs> uh, How red is that guy right now? Yeah, it's bro, like a fucking beat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like a tomato. <laughs> <laughs> a tomato. <laughs> uh, all right, man. Thanks for joining us. Another episode of Who the Fuck Knows What the Show's Called. But uh, yeah, Sebastian exactly. will come up with some with Better. some titles. And Jesus, and, you should too. And, and if you have don't a Don't have buzz. Don't have buzz. Listen, no Listen, buzz. Listen, right, if, if, if you have a suggestion for the name of our show, email either jesus at reegroup.com or rich at rbarbara at cgtitle.com we'd love let's let's actually just do this guys let's just if if you have a show name i need you to get a self-addressed stamped envelope and and mail us your ideas (laughs) to 224 palermo avenue coral gables 43134 okay all right my friend have a good one later well those two are a cast of characters aren't they almost 
too much content for one podcast episode. Big thanks to Jesus Castagnon for joining Rich on this episode. If you haven't done so already, head over to iTunes, subscribe, and Apple Podcasts. Make sure you're getting updates of future episodes of Confessions of a Real Estate Lawyer with Richard Barbara and his best little buddy, Jesus Castagnon. We'll talk to you next time.